Hey, Glitter Gang, it's your host, Crystal Nielsen, with the Reign Over Your Life podcast. Consider this your space for healing, growth, and community. I've been in the health and wellness coaching space for over a decade, and I am on a mission to help support you in showing up more fully in your life. Each week, I'll be coming on here and interviewing experts and leaders in the transformational healing space on how we can show up in our lives more authentically. So join me every Monday to kickstart your week with momentum because it is time to reign over your life. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Reign Over Your Life podcast. I'm Crystal and today's episode is all about 10 tips that you can use to live a healthy lifestyle with a busy schedule. We're going to talk about maximizing productivity. We're going to talk about planning your week, and I'm going to give you my tips and tools that I use to increase my focus, increase my ROI, set my KPIs. I'm going to explain what all those letters mean as well. But before we get into this, I want to give just a quick update into what's going on in my life and my trauma recovery journey. I have been doing so much introspective work and journaling, getting back into meditation. I got so inspired when we had Carrie Smith from the Awakening Trainings on our podcast a few weeks ago, and she gave tips on five-minute meditation. So I've been utilizing some of her techniques and getting back into meditation, back into journaling. And I felt that as I've gotten into a really busy season of things going on, it's the end of the year. We have the holidays coming up. We're all trying to cram our projects in before the year ends, and that can create a lot of pressure, a lot of stress. As I've been journaling, what has really come up for me, one is just to be back sitting on my pink couch and making that time for myself. I found that I slipped up on my morning routines, but I switched into having evening routines, which has always been the other way for me. I've always been a solid morning routine girl, but I found that as we're moving into a different season where it's colder, I don't want to be outside as early. It gets darker later. like So many things have switched up. And so it's time for me to switch up my routines as well. So I've been moving inside, still getting that natural blue light that we talked about last week with Dr. Juan regarding optimizing your brain health and performance. So make sure to give that podcast a listen to. So many great episodes about optimizing our brain. So incredible. And so I'm just really reworking things, but sitting on that couch and journaling is such a a powerful tool and the best tool that I have in my belt. It's when I know when I'm aligned, when I'm focused, when I'm moving with purpose and on a mission, I'm journaling nearly daily. And if I go through my journal and there's blackout periods where I'm not writing, I know that something's going on, I'm in a funk, and it always is my go-to practice of sit down, pull out the pen and just write with no pressure, with no resistance, with no expectations. Just let flow what will flow. Some days it's just a few words. Some days it's pages and pages and pages. But that has been the biggest thing, the biggest tool that I've been recently coming back to, sitting with myself, sitting with like grace and with no expectations, no certain time, no pressure on that, but just showing up for me. So With that, it really inspired me to make this week's episode about 10 tips to implement living a healthy life with a busy schedule because we're all busy. 
We're all going into the end of the year. We got a lot on our plate, a lot on our schedule, and we really want to maximize our time, our energy, and our resources because they're the most valuable things that we have. So I wrote out 10 tips that I'm going to be using while on vacation in Hawaii and the tips that have just, I've learned along the ways of being a business owner, of being a content creator, of working for myself for the past four and a half, almost five years. And a lot of these were trial and error, and they're my go-to tools that I keep coming back to. And when I work with clients, we bring it back to the basics. What's the biggest return on investment or ROI that we can get with the least effort that we put in? And it's not to be lazy. It's to be efficient. It's to be effective so that we can then move on to the next passion project moment in our life that we want to capture and we keep moving forward. So that's what we're going to go over. And with that, let's go ahead and dive in. Woo. Okay. So tip number one that I have to maximize having a healthy lifestyle with a busy schedule is to plan out your week. And I know you guys have heard this tip, but I want to talk about what is so important around the mindset around this. Number one, I want to talk about nutrition because We know the importance of planning our meals, planning our workouts, planning out our week because in the moments when we're tempted, when we're hungry, when we have nothing to eat, we're going to revert back to those bad habits, back to just whatever's available, cheap, easy, convenient, fast. And those continuous choices are going to lead us down a very different path, especially if your goals are you know, to be aligned with health and fitness and, and energy and performance, it's going to take you down a path that we have goals to go over here. So taking that time to really just like plan out, you know, how we're moving our bodies, what we're putting in our bodies and what assignments that we have for that week are really important. And I can do this in about 20 to 30 minutes. And Miles and I just recently decided on our run, we've been doing family runs in the evening. It's now a part of our weekly kind of routines together is we're going to do these together on Sundays because we have kids. We need to sync up on schedules, on events, on trips, on vacations, on things that are going on where we can ask the other person to cover the shift for Andara and vice versa. And because not only that, We want accountability. I I want Miles shooting me a text like he did this weekend on Saturday. He goes, isn't today a cardio day? And I was laying in bed watching Jane the Virgin. And I was like, damn it, it is a cardio day. And he got me up and we went and did a family run. So having your partner in your corner cheering you on, it brings you guys together. It's great for the relationship. It's been great, amazing in our relationship. And I want to grow with someone. Like that's how relationships, you know, pass the test of time. It's because we're growing together, not growing apart, not having goals that set us apart. And I personally know that having been in relationships where, you know, we just didn't have goals. I didn't feel supported or whether I was or not in my mind, I didn't feel, and it completely can cause a drift. So I know always with my fitness clients, if, you know, my women are like really committed to their fitness goals, I really urge them to let their partner in and be a part of that journey so that again, they can grow together, strengthen that relationship. So as you're planning out your week, I want you to ask yourself, what are the assignments that you got to do? We got to move our body. We got to eat. Probably got to do laundry. Probably got to go run some errands. Probably got to go pick up the kids, go to work, 
put it all down. And then what we're going to do is we're also going to look at where can you fill your cup up? Where are those moments, those pockets where you're focusing on resting, rejuvenating, preparing for the next day? And that's actually probably should be like cornerstone at the top of this tip is like plan your day the night before. Plan it because again, that preparation, you're reviewing, you know what you're doing, you like visualize it, you wake up and you just execute and you're not wasting any of that energy and indecisiveness, you're executing and that's going to free up so much time and energy and just bring so much joy and presence into your life. It has a, a tool that like I, again, continue to remind myself to get back on track because I know how f- laser focused it makes me with my goals and I execute so much faster. Like we move with such speed when I'm in that mindset. So taking that time is super important. Pick a day that works for you. Personally, I love to do either Friday with my team and we look at the week ahead or I do for myself Sundays where I'm just like reviewing. I schedule my workouts. We review meals that we want to eat. And right now I'm eating pretty basic meals, like I'm meal prepping for my bikini prep competition. So it's easy. It doesn't take a lot of work. I know exactly what I'm eating and I just like prep it out and batch it. And then I just measure it out as I go. So it's taken a lot of energy away from trying to think what I should eat and trying to put recipes together and trying to like try out new stuff, which can be really fun, but I'm in a season where I need simple so I can execute and move my energy to the things that really matter that are going to move me forward. And I don't want to put that much of my precious energy into figuring out my meals. So plan in advance, pick one day a week, stick to it, get your partner on board and get it done. Okay. Tip number two that I have is journaling. I talked about this you know, earlier in the episode talking about how important this transformational tool has been for me because it allows us to acknowledge our feelings, allows us to get introspective of what's going on within, with our heart, with our spirit, with our mind, what's troubling us. How can we troubleshoot that out? It really is like therapy. But if you're too busy to journal, here's what I do. I go on walks and I take voice notes. Number one, I'm also like combining exercise right? My daily movement, which is one of my goals, along with being in natural light, which is another one of my goals. And I'm voice noting out how I'm feeling. I'll do this for a few minutes. Sometimes I'll play it back if I really need some help in troubleshooting through a problem or something that's bothering me. And sometimes I just delete it. What's important is that we're acknowledging how we're feeling and giving ourselves that validation every single day. And if you can't do it every day, just know that that is a tool there for you when you are needing to be heard. And again, it's like from my personal experience, I find how I move through the darkest moments of my life, how I move through the most challenging times is sitting on my pink couch, pen to paper, and I just write. So that's my tip. If you're too busy, just do your voice memo. You can send it to someone, you can keep it, you can delete it, whatever you want, but make that time to acknowledge yourself that day and what you're feeling. Tip number three is to use a project management tool. This is going to increase and maximize your productivity. 
How we did this is we implemented Asana. No, I'm not affiliated with them. Maybe someday I'll have an affiliate link for you guys, but we use Asana for my team. And we've offloaded our weekly meetings into instead using a project management tool where we can assign tasks, we can link projects, we can link Google documents or whatever we need. And things are working without us constantly being in meetings. So eliminating meetings was a huge thing for me to free up my time, free up my energy to go out, go get inspired to create content for this podcast, focus on my workouts and the other things that I needed to do, right? My assignments for each day. And having Asana has made me feel so supported because I know what's going on. I have access to everything at my fingertips and I have it on my phone. I have it on my computer and it's been a total game changer for us. Now, if you don't have a project management tool because you don't really find it essential, what I would recommend is putting all your notes in one place on Apple notes. I do it all there in my Apple notes, my Apple reminders, all in one place so that they're like my little to-dos, they're my tasks. And what's really cool with Apple is you can actually link shortcuts Miles is going to be teaching me how to do this. So maybe we'll have a whole podcast episode about it in the future, but you can actually create shortcuts with links to other notes for recurring reminders. Like if I'm doing my weekly progress check-ins, um, we can link them through smart folders. Again, I'm going to bring on the expert Miles to talk about this, but we're, he's really excited to show me in Hawaii and then start you know, maximize my productiveness through my daily tasks. So anyways, future episode coming soon. My number four tip is to set a weekly KPI for the week. KPI stands for key performance indicator. And what that is, is those are our milestones, our checkpoints to make sure that we are on target to reach our goal. And how you set your KPI is, I want you to do it for your personal goals, for your goals that are your biggest needle movers of the week. These are your passions. These are your dreams. For me right now, what that looks like is I have a goal to write a book. When do I want to write that book? Well, in 90 days by the end of the year. So what does my work back plan look like? How many chapters a week do I want to commit to writing? And what does that break down to words per day? And then when I have my words per day, where can I put that in my schedule Again, back to tip number one, planning my week, planning my assignments, putting my important tasks in on my schedule, on paper to make my dreams happen. That's how we do it. And one little task that I used to do that I think is so powerful is I used to journal. I did this like 12 years ago and I got it from this book and it it asked you this. It said, what are three goals that would make you feel like a goddess if you accomplished this week. And that's what got me to start dream journaling, to start dreaming of like, what's possible for me? Like, okay. And once I had those, like, okay, I want to work in radio. I want to work in broadcasting. I want to be on television. What is one step I can take to move closer to that goal? And again, it's putting ourselves in this complete visualization experience of expanding beyond who we are, expanding beyond the beliefs and limitations that we currently may be having on our life and what we feel worthy of accomplishing and putting ourselves in a position of like complete unlimited potential. And that's a place that we make decisions. That's a place that we plan our week. And that's a place that we want to be in order to really make those moves for that dream life that we're ready to claim. So that's a powerful one. And again, if you're too busy to journal, 
do the voice memo. What are three goals you could accomplish this week that would make you feel like a freaking goddess? And what is one step you can take to make those happen? I look back from my journal in 2013 and it was, I wanted to be on radio. I will actually, it was like 2011. Oh my gosh, it was so long ago. And it was, I can look back and see my dream to work in radio, to to scale up, to be on air as an on-air talent for Kiss FM, having those conversations. And I remember living in LA like years later and finding this journal and actually reading how I made my dreams come true. Incredible fucking priceless. Wow. If you really want to scale your life, that's one tool that will totally transform your life. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Let me know in the comments too, if you guys want me to do a full episode on dream journaling. I'm so passionate about it. I get so many questions about it. So if that is an episode you'd love, so let me know in the comments. And if you're in my RXL community, let's drop it in the community and have a discussion about it. I would absolutely love to. Tip number five is to stay flexible yet committed to your outcome. We know shit's going to come up. We know baby's going to wake up early. We're not going to get our routine in. Baby's not going to sleep in the night. We're not going to get our evening routine in. But it's to stay flexible to our approach. Sometimes I stay, I'll be sitting in work and I'm just not in a space to really be creatively writing and working on my book. Like I'm just, I'm in a funk. And instead of forcing myself to sit there because that's the time that I had, I know that approach can sometimes work for people, but sometimes it can create a huge wall of resistance where I'm not going to want to force myself to do that tomorrow. So I'm going to avoid it. And then that dream is just going to slip further and further away because days and days are going to pass. I'm going to fall out of that habit. I'm going to fall out of that routine. And then years are going to pass and I'm going to, you know, like that's certainly not the outcome that I want. So knowing when enough is enough, when you need to put the pen down, when you need to put the phone down, sign out of social media, staying flexible yet committed in our goals so that we do not give And with this, it's just giving yourself that grace and giving yourself that space to, you know, to move, to listen to your body, to see like what's coming through, where you're intuitively feeling guided and led and really like going in and honoring that. So that's a really big one. Okay. Number six, find supplements that really support your health and your goals. For me, I'm huge on supplements, number one, because we just don't get the proper nutrition from food that we used to, from overproduction of soil, from lacking minerals and, and vitamins and all sorts of deficiencies that no we just don't have. Currently, some supplements that I take every single day is a multivitamin, a probiotic. I also take a fish oil. And of course, I have my protein powder. Now, the great thing about protein powder that I want to talk about for a quick second is that protein powder allows me to get protein, which supports my goals in my bikini competition. It's also a quick, easy, and accessible, healthy meal that I always have available to me whenever I'm hungry or I'm in a pinch. So I always have that healthy habit to fall back to. And it gives me energy. And there's also so many other benefits to having power smoothies first thing in the morning. It breaks your fast. It's 
nutrient dense. You can just pack so many vitamins, so many minerals in there. It's easy to digest because it's liquefied. So you're going to absorb way more nutrients from all the amazingness that you're putting in there. And those are important because whether your supplement is to reduce stress, you can take ashwagandha, it's to increase energy. I always recommend a multivitamin, just starting with a multi. And then from there we can add on if your goal is to like be able to digest your food better and support your gut health, probiotic. There's so many amazing supplements out there. And I am a huge advocate for finding supplements that work for you. So that's my tip there. Tip number seven I have is to committing to one action of movement each day. Now, I typically would always say at least 20 20 minutes, move your body, whether it's walking, hiking, doing a HIIT workout, lifting weights. But really what's important is for you to decide how long and when. I just want you to decide and commit to moving your body. Not only do we know that we increase endorphins and we increase so many amazing hormones in our body that make us feel good, but we're also stimulating and pumping our lymphatic system, which supports toxins flushing out of our body, out of our lymph nodes, because we don't have an automatic pump. We have to manually pump our lymphatic system. So we do that through dry brushing. We do it through exercise. So it's so important. And don't you just feel so much better? So what you can do is if you're really busy is again, commit to your daily movement, whether it's a walk, a hike, or a run, listen to your audible book, do your voice memo while you're outside exercising. A lot of things that we can stack if you're really busy into making them happen. One goal that I have is I've kind of eliminated when I have meetings. If I need to have one, I try to take it outside on a walk where I'm actually moving my body and having this conversation, or I'll take it when I'm in the car and driving somewhere as opposed to just sitting at my desk all day because that was happening for a while. I was feeling super sedentary and I needed to shake things up and re-switch my routines. And these are the tools that I implemented. Tip number eight is to protect your energy. And what I specifically mean by this is doing the hard shit first. Doing the hard shit at least before noon in your day is my personal goal. I find that when I have things that are intimidating or I'm not really looking forward to, I can tend to push that off to the end of my day. But then what happens? I spend all day, at least if not the day before, dreading it, avoiding it, sucking down my energy, complaining about it. And then I and I do the damn thing. And then I'm always like, oh, that wasn't so bad, right? Because God never puts anything on our plate that we can't handle. And I'm like, wow, I spent all day like so complaining in this mental negative mindset about it. But I had the power all along to be empowered, to not make it such a big deal. And moving forward, I now know when there are things like that, I need to tackle them early into my day. And really my sign off is noon. The hard stuff happens before noon. My three biggest things happen before noon. And that's always for me includes my workouts, always my workouts. So, so important. I, I really want to take a second for that to digest and because again, we're busy. We want to be healthy. We want to have energy for our families, for our children, for our dreams, our passions, for our sex life, for everything. And when we spend so much time in indecisiveness, when we are deciding what we should make, 
what we should do for the workout, what we should wear to the gym. We burn up so much of that willpower. Honestly, all of our dreams go to the wayside because willpower is a muscle. And the more we use it, the less we have, like the faster we burn it out. And that's scientifically proven and documented. That's why at the end of the day, according to the book, Atomic Habits, that's why at the end of the day that you know, extramarital affairs happen because people have exercised their willpower and they're more likely to make choices that, choices that they normally wouldn't make, eat food they normally wouldn't make. And so this is important to know and take that what you will. I do recommend that book. Atomic Habits is amazing. And tip number nine is to meal prep your food, of course. And again, why is this? Because when we plan out our meals, tip number one, we plan out, we schedule, we know what we're eating. We're not wasting that time, that indecision in what we should do. Instead, we're just executing. So if you don't feel like meal prepping your food, you're not someone who likes to eat you know, a limited schedule, what I recommend is when you go to the grocery store, go once a week. But again, look at the meals, look at the, get all the ingredients that you need. So you only go to the store once and you have all the ingredients available and accessible when you need them that week. And one little tip that I like to do at the end of the week is we just clean out our fridge. I'll make a soup. I'll make a crock pot. I'll make whatever food we have left over before going and buying fresh food. And that's like a really great tip that I have as well, because it can be hard when you have like fresh food. You want to eat the fresh food. You don't want to eat the old food when you have fresh food. Eat all the old food first, clean it out, and then restock with your fresh food for the week. And tip number 10 that I have is to need to know when to walk away. This is all about listening to your body and honoring where you are on your journey. Sometimes when I sit and I write, I'm just like really not in a space to be productive. And the best thing I can do is walk away. It's to walk away. It's to go take some space and then come back at a later time or get to bed early and start fresh the next day. And it's having this compassion and this grace for ourselves and our journey and knowing and trusting in God, the universe, that there is a perfect plan and a perfect timeline in place. We don't need to know how it's all going to unfold. We just need to trust in ourselves and trust in the process and know that we're going to get there. But there's little tools along the way and these tips, I think, that have helped me implement so much of just making healthy a lifestyle, being busy, being a business owner, being a mom, being so much. And it really comes down to the basics, to planning, to scheduling, to building those habits and those routines so that we just show up each day with a plan in place and we just execute. So I hope you guys found this podcast episode helpful. I would love it if you would share this with a friend who you know is ready to up-level and reign over their life too. And if you're not yet a part of RXL, I would love you to come and enter my community that is full of support, resources, and all the tools that you need for a total body and mind transformation. All right. Thanks for listening, guys, and I'll catch you next week. Bye. If you loved this week's episode and you're ready to kickstart living as the biggest and best version of yourself, go and check out my exclusive RXL community. We take this mindset work to the next level and give you the support space you need to implement these lifestyle changes. 
Plus, you get access to my master content library, and it is packed with all the resources you need, including workouts, recipes, meditations, EFT tappings, and so much more. I believe that health and wellness is the first pillar to focus on when changing your life, and RxL is the perfect place to support you. To learn more, just click the link below in the show notes, and I cannot wait to see you inside the community.